Shadow Factories and We Evolve present Tales from the Elethian Society. Book 3, Chapter 1. Make Mine a Double. Stand down, I shall not tell you again. One more step and I shoot. You can't let Babbage's madness happen. This is no what we're about. You might get me, but I'll take you with me, you mad old baggage. Miss Gordon, this is precisely what we are about. This is the culmination of what we are about. Oh, you, I understand being a mentalist, but... But doctor, why would you go along with this? No like you to get off your big fat arse unless you have to. Simmer down, Miss Gordon. I'm not going along with anyone, but I can't allow you to go aiming your piece at my aunt. Put it down, or I'll be forced to put you down. Point your pistols elsewhere, Dr. Kettleholder. Your aunt is insane. This plan is insane. I won't I won't allow it. Asa, put those guns down before somebody gets hurt. You're with her? Of course I am. What kind of sane person would want to raise a child in a world like this? Now, Miss Gordon, surrender, or I'll be forced to shoot you in the face. I realise I'm Johnny come lately to you this. And I've no real idea of what's going on in here. But I reckon if Dr. Kenwallader's for it, I'm against it. So drop the pistol, Doctor, or I'll be forced to send you to your everlasting reward in the fiery pits of hell. If I'm not needed, I'll just slip out, eh? I'm not one to shoot anybody. Going out to place more bets, eh? Does Creston know you're responsible for all the blasted ructions that have been tearing this town apart? So you're behind the incidents? Mr. Stewart? Aye, Mrs. C. Your services are no longer required. Boss! Murder! Oh, steady on. Are we actually doing this then? Are we really getting ready to shoot one another? How the flying feathery fuck did it come to this? There's no point dwelling on the past. What's done is done and can't be changed. All that matters now is what happens in this room. Even just a few days ago, things seemed so different. I suppose it's true what they say. Ignorance is indeed bliss. A position that certainly seems to sum up your existence to this point, Arthur. The things currently in motion have long since been set on their course. It was just that until recently we failed to notice. We were too busy with other things. Always so dreary, the weather in this city. Somehow I had forgotten the endless rain. Well, a change is as good as a rest, I'd say. It was nice to see a bit of continent again, but it's nice to be back in Glasgow, even with the weather. There's Hunter House. Hasn't changed a bit. I thought perhaps, perhaps Scotland might hold some bitter memories for you now. Hmm? Oh, oh the, the thing. 
yes, well, um, right as a sixpence now. There's not to dwell on it, eh? Just be thankful the time God will be, uh, that God has given us. Yes, I, I suppose you're right. Things will slip back into their old routine in no time. You'll see. Now wait there and I'll help you down. I'm pregnant, Arthur, not an invalid. Now that the initial nausea has subsided, I find myself mostly untroubled by the whole process. I can't wait to see the old gang. No doubt there'll be some ripping stories to tell each other. Hello, your lordship. Ah, ah. Oh, ah, ah. hello there, Gillespie old man. Ah, didn't see you there, uh, creeping up on us. Mr. Gillespie, cease trying to scare my husband back into... I mean, into an early grave. Sorry, Lord and Lady Roxburgh. I'm afraid I was just keen for a bit of company. The house has been guy empty recently. Where are Miss Cadwallader and Miss Gordon? And don't tell me the chapter master stirred from his vile pit at this hour of the morning. Miss Cadwallader has been through in Edinburgh half the time, busy tidying up the affairs of the Unicorn Club. And I, the great warthog's fair, been feeling his oats where no here, rolling drunk and ringing doon for food like a budgie playing with his wee bell. Poor Mrs Gillespie's been labouring like a navvy in the kitchen, trying to see his gluttonous appetites. I am far from surprised. So Miss Gordon has been in charge? I suppose so. Except both of them went out a few days ago to investigate the rumoured occurrences. I was quite amazed to see the good doctor's legs were still capable of propelling him about. Can only assume that he must have run out of alcohol. Uh, what about Mr. Godalming? Uh, did he, he go with them? Arthur, we don't care about the help. What occurrences do you speak of, Mr. Gillespie? Has something untowards happened? There were rumours of strange events, peculiar happenings, bizarre and unholy episodes. What was the nature of these events, Mr Gillespie? Don't be coy, man. Rumours are gossip, Lady Roxburgh, and gossip is sinful. As it says in Proverbs, a fool's mouth is his undoing, and his lips are a snare to his soul. Oh, God, what have I done? For pity's sake, have you trodden the horse excrement again? Use the scraper by the door. Uh, yes, yes, that's what I meant. Uh, I'll go use it now. <laughs> Silly me. Now, Mr Gillespie, you'll tell us where the chapter master and our fellow illuminate have gone, and the precise nature of these supposed occurrences. All right. I've come to believe that God is preparing to pour his eternal wrath out on the heeds of the sinners that hold our city in their unwholesome grip. God smiting the masons? No. His angels have been smiting the sinful flesh pots and liquor halls, the places of low repute. This is ridiculous. Yes, I mean really, Gillespie. If God was smiting the sinful, he'd have started with Dr. Cadwallader. Free your lips to God's ears, your ladyship. Oh, the Roxboroughs! 
You're fair glowing, Sophie. Both of you's keeping well. Yes, it's all fine. Perfectly fine. Fit as a fiddle. Occasional discomfort, no more than that. What if you, Gillespie, has been informing us you have been out investigating something? Aye, chasing up rumours and wide-eyed old soaks claiming to have seen things. Oh, a waste of time. I was just coming back from a tea. Tea? It's nine in the morning. Don't tell me the doctor's gluttonous habits are rubbing off on you. No danger. Uh, but what do you mean, nine? I've been out all day, rolling about this tune like a Wayne's dauber. Three days you've been gone, Miss Gordon. I see the demon drink has done for you. <laughs> I had a couple of swallies with lunch, but I'm no steaming. I think I'd have noticed three days going by. This is easily settled. Jesse, what date do you think it is? The 14th. But you weren't supposed to be getting back until the 17th. And it is kind of quiet and bright for this time in the evening. Look, look at my watch. Quarter past five. Now I'm confused. I thought it was the morning. It is morning, Arthur. Whatever has happened to Miss Gordon, it appears she has literally lost several intervening days. This may be the most peculiar phenomenon I've ever encountered. Good morning to you all. How's it going? I'm just popping out to put in a hard day's work to earn my crust. Here you go, Mr. Gillespie. There's a wee something for your troubles. Here, what are you doing using the front door? I told you the coal hole was good enough for the likes of you. And by God, are you keying me a gratuity? Oh, you drive a hard bargain, you old devil. Go on, make it a quid. You dirty wee... <clears throat> I mean, I... Very good, Mr. Stewart. Will there be anything else you're needing, sir? No, I'm all good. You all have yourselves a lovely day now. Allow me to rephrase. One of the most peculiar phenomena I've ever encountered. I suppose working for Cressida must have straightened the fellow out. Nice to see a story with a happy ending. I'm no a great believer in the redemptive power of the Cadwallader family myself. Nonsense. I will not hear a word said against Mr. Stewart. He's a redeemed character and as good a Christian man as ever drew breath. What? So as good as, say, Thomas Aquinas or St. George? A Catholic and an Englishman? Aye, uh, probably better then. Actually, that's a common misconception about St. George. You see, he was actually from... We don't have time for a history lecture, dear heart. We must locate the chapter master. It is possible that he, too, has fallen foul of these strange events. Uh, well, we can hope. Well, my feet are sore and I'm famishing away. I'm no missing my mince and tatties on account of the old walrus. Let's get, um, sort of breakfast, I suppose. Then we'll go looking. Yes, it has been a long trip for us as well. And no doubt Arthur will wish a cup of that wretched brew you British are all so mad about before we head off. Oh, I'd love a cup of tea. Right. I'll have Mrs. Gillespie get the kettle on. She's probably got a whole trough of food ready to go, just in case the chapter master appears wanting his elevenses. Delightful. Very well then, let us repair to the dining room. Gillespie, you can see to getting the cases inside. Oh, aye, your ladyship. 
I'll just see to all your bloody cases, and me with my bad back since the incident. Suffering, Jesus, what's she got in here anyway? Laid weights? I'm no lifting these heavy bastards up all these stairs. I'll drop them down into the cellar. She just said inside. She didn't say upstairs. Oh dear. I hope that wasn't anything delicate. <laughs> Jings, I'm stuffed. What is it about eating breakfast at a place that's no your own house that makes you eat twice as much as you would ordinarily? We have delayed long enough. Please let us not get distracted by philosophical arguments about food. It'll only bring on another round of tea, and then you'll all be here until noon and ready to start again on the next meal. All right, steady on. No much for small talk, are you, hen? Am I a chicken? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, I know this one from Miss Gordon's lessons. She's referring to you as a woman with affectionate informality. I've been thinking of writing a guide to the local lingo, you know. I don't think it's ever been properly documented. And once it's done, I could write a reverse one so the locals could understand English too. Well, I'm sure we all feel enriched by that foray into pointless vernacular. Arthur, stop reaching for that teapot. But we must establish what Miss Gordon learned and where Dr. Cadvolida is likely to be. Well, I found a whole lot of Jakey Bawheeds or swearing blind something had happened. Folks going missing, things being where they shouldn't be, strange coincidences, funny lights. But in terms of your actual evidence, I got hee-haw. And Dr Cadwallada? Aye, well, once he realised we were going to be investigating pubs and such, he volunteered. We split the list, we went more separate ways, and that was the last I saw of him. Then I suppose we'll just have to retrace his footsteps. What's this on the floor under Dr. Cadwallader's seat? Ugh, it's covered in congealed egg yolk. Hmm, a telegram? Oh, it's addressed to Dr. Cadwallader. I'll slip it under his door later. He's that! It's, it's for the Tribune, and it's dated our three weeks ago. Chapter Master, stop. Terrible news, stop. Babbage, Babbage has, has escaped. escaped Carfax, stop. Most dangerous practitioner alive, stop. Shoot on sight, stop. Open order packet indigo immediately for further information, stop. Trust no one, stop. Who's Babbage? Where's Carfax? Where are order packets kept? In the chapter master's personal vault, Lady Roxburgh. I'm afraid it will not open for anyone but Dr Kidwallader, or his successor if the good lord has lifted his mighty hand and struck him down as he richly deserves. Copy the inventor fellow. He's been dead a year or more. One of the Shrewsbury Babbages, perhaps? Right, that's that then. We'll have to find him. Or at least prove his deed so one of us can open the vault. Enough is enough. The man is a disgrace. He is unfit to run a chapter. 
Who knows how many innocents may suffer because he was more intent on gluttony than doing his duty? Steady on, Sophia. I dare say we've all managed to misplace the odd bit of mail now and again. Don't be ridiculous. I have every piece of correspondence I've ever received filed away neatly in boxes. You know, I always think the Christmas cards would look more jolly if we put them on the mantel for a bit first. <laughs> and lose half of them. Don't be absurd. I, well, maybe I'm just a tea-sipping Brit prone to all kinds of distraction, but I reckon maybe we can do without the Christmas card conversation right at this exact minute. I mean, unless one of your season's greetings included an indigo order packet. Very well. But the matter is worthy of debate. If I can bring nothing else to these British Isles, I will at least bring order to... Arthur! Sorry, darling. I I swear I didn't even notice I was making it. Moan, let's just get out of here before this goes round again. Oh, look at you all, rushing off to save the good doctor. You might just be in time to save him. He might be breathing his last this very minute, and you his only hope. Oh, that reminds me. Mrs Gillespie just made this plate of delicious shortbread, still warm from the oven. Would anyone maybe like to stop for a wee taste? This is the place, over by Yon Pond, the Curler's Tavern. Only pub in Glasgow open all day, every day, thanks to some old king who was so mad for the bevy he couldn't wait for normal opening times. Smells very agricultural around here. I suppose all the milk for your tea has to come from somewhere. Let's just not get sucked back into the tea conversation. We'll be here till Christmas. And then you'd have to file us away in a wee box. Ladies, please, let's just try and focus on finding Dr Cadwallader. He's depending on us to get him home safe and sound. Ah, fair enough. Let's have a kick inside. Looks deserted. <laughs> Something upstairs. Let us arm ourselves and proceed. Who knows what unholy horror we are about to face. I haven't brought any weapons. We haven't even unpacked yet. I'll just have to rely on my swinging training. Along came a man called Charlie Mops and he made a meat. No, great drink that was made out of beer. No, crops. Ah, hops. Of course. Why did we even for a moment suspect that Dr. Cadwallader would encounter any difficulty in an establishment selling alcohol? How many pint glasses are there lying about here? Hunters? Huh? Hush. You, you mustn't jinx it. It's almost time. See? All I see, Doctor, is a sad old drunkard wallowing in alcohol in order to forget their own many and varied shortcomings. Here you go, big yin. Pint of tenants on your change. Ha <laughs> ha! See, I told you! Oh, God, he's bashing himself. Madam, I am in a delightful state of equilibrium. Looks like it isn't the first time either. The fabric at the seat is ringing and there's a puddle under the table bigger than yon mill pond out there. I did try putting it in glasses initially, but then there was a bit of an accident when I drank for the wrong one. 
Here you go, Biggin. Pint of tenants and your change. Again? She brought you more already? And has she not already brought you the leftover coinage? There's a lot of coins here. Must be at least a few quid and coppers. No, it's all mine and you can't have it. I'm going to go on a limb and say you don't need any more booze. You're already pickled like an egg for a chippy. No, please, don't spoil it just for once. Just for once, I'm winning. Here you go, Biggin. Pint of tenants and your change. Again? What is going on here? Why does this woman keep bringing you alcohol and money? I don't know and I don't care. All I know is that I have found my place in the sun and I intend to stay here for the rest of my life. Heilandzak. Arthur, get this soinigle out to the carriage. Right on then. Come along, Doctor. Time to toddle off home. No, I won't go. I shan't. You can't make me. In point of fact, we can make you, you sodden old wretch. There are three of us and only one of you, and you are heavily inebriated. Did nobody ever tell you that the tiger is at his most dangerous when he spent three days drinking cheap Scottish beer? Well, it's true. Now be off with you, lest you see the tiger's teeth. Ah, ah. Moan, we're going to have to just rush him. Just try and stay away for the bottom half. Here you go, Biggin. Pint of... T- what? What's going on? Madam, you have been caught in some kind of loop for several days. And this repellent fellow, instead of trying to save you, has just sat there and guzzled free beer the entire time. Eh? I don't understand, but my head's fair thumping. Oh no, you've broken the cycle, no! <laughs> well, I think it's fair to say nobody understands what's going on here. But we'll get the JK Walrus here out your hair. You keep they bobbies on the table for your trouble, hen. And just keep your trap shut about all of this. Jings, I alright. No! No! The initial test phases have been completed, but there are still too many incongruencies. The array isn't functioning anywhere near the capacity it should be at. Well, you might very well say that, but you aren't constrained in the same way as I am. After all, I... Oh, God! It's starting again! together each time. My condition is definitely growing worse. That's very kind of you, my friend, but I'm all right now. Still, it does leave the situation more urgent. We'll have to ask our benefactor to increase the rate of shipments. The increased risk of discovery must be offset against the risk that I evaporate entirely before the array can be fully completed. Well, there's a beauty to mathematics. A purity to it. Most people can't see it at all. You live and breathe it. I suppose that's what makes us such good friends. Come on now, I can't spend all day gabbing. There's plenty more work to be done if we want to iron out these incongruencies. The 
this world won't destroy itself, you know? Doctor, let's just get you up to your room. A uh, few hours shut, I will see you right as... Hello again, Lord Roxburgh. Shit. Oh dear, oh dear. Looks like Dr Cadwallader's got himself into a right state. Yes, well, there was a barmaid who kept bringing him beer. That is usually how it works when he gets into this condition, Lord Roxburgh. Never fear, I'll take it from here. Uh, all right then, over to you. I can see you've got this all in hand. I'll just leave you to it and... We must have a chat sometime soon, Lord Roxburgh. Must we? I mean, I don't mean to be a snob and all, but our social classes are pretty divergent. Not really the done thing, is it? Chumming around with another chap's valet. I'm sure you understand. It's about your debt, Lord Roxburgh. Your very considerable debt. Ah, yes. That. It's time to pay the piper, Lord Roxburgh. You and I are going to be busy soon. Oh, God. But you can run along for now. Just don't stray too far. If I have to come looking for you, well, you won't like the consequences. Right. 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 Right-o. And as for you, Dr Cadwallader, your big day is almost here as well. But for now, let's get you cleaned up. <laughs> 